Hello, welcome to the third episode of the greatest podcast in the world, the Omakacast. This podcast is been about anime for the past two episodes, but we're going to break that today and talk about Persona 5, what is sort of an anime. It's got, probably have an anime in the future, but um, yeah, it's a video game. So I'm here with your host from the past two podcasts, Rob. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yo, I'm Rob from Gaming Rob, which has been dead for six months, but... <laughs> That's gonna change pretty soon once I'm I graduate school. So yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Persona Five. You're more of a Persona fan than me, so explain like your past history with the Persona series. Okay, so I played Persona Two. I played. Mm-hmm. I've beaten Persona Two. Uh, I've touched Persona Three, like for a little bit, a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, I've beaten Persona 4 Golden, and okay. Persona 4 Golden is probably my top 10 games of all time. I love it. Mm. It's a really good game, and Persona 5 so far is pretty good as well. You know, I am not that far into it. It's still, I haven't had that much time this past couple of weeks to play it because I've been busy and shit, but uh, I'm still in the uh, the first castle. Yeah. If you in the middle of that somewhere. So yeah, that's if you want a general idea where I am. I'm like maybe twelve hours in so far. Okay, hours. yeah. Well I've been I've been sort of enjoying Persona five. It's the most enjoyment that I've had with a Persona or Shimagoli Tensei title. So I you're quite the opposite, aren't you? You're like this is like the worst one you've played. Yeah, out of the main, the three Persona games it's probably the worst I've played so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm just liking it because it takes all my gripes about the series where I'm a big fan of gameplay that teaches you through gameplay and not, like, extensive tutorials, and Persona is, like, the complete opposite of that. Even though this this game, this iteration in the series isn't, like, completely, like, taking away all this, all my problems I had, it's a lot better than it was, so that's good, and you can save now in dungeons... You can leave the dungeons halfway. What's good? Um, yeah, so it, it's a solid game. I'm not gonna. It's not even my favorite game of the year so far. Nia is probably taking that, even though I play more Persona. But like, it's a solid game. I'm gonna enjoy my way through it, and then I probably won't think about it that much after. But it's one of the more fun JRPGs I've played in a while since Final Fantasy 15 didn't really fill that void. Yeah, it's definitely filling that void. It's. I think a similar thing, uh, I got a similar vibe to this game that I did with Pokemon X and Y, where it, uh, where Pokemon X and Y, like, took the formula of Pokemon and just, like, extended on it, but it just felt empty in the end, and that's kind of what yeah. I'm feeling for through this game as a Persona veteran, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the characters <laughs> in this game. The protagonist is cool. I love the designs. The designs in Persona are always great. I also love the, the the main thing that I think a lot of people like about Persona is less the gameplay and more just the entire like aesthetic of the series. Because mm-hmm. the aesthetic, like um, Persona Three, was like the, the the main ones. I don't think many people talk about one and two. Persona Three is very like dark and edgy, when Persona Four is very like upbeat and fun. When like Persona Five is like a mix in between them. It's oh, sort yeah. of like um, it's a mix between like it's like grungy and funky at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I do love the aesthetic. The aesthetic just oozes with coolness. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that like sort of like Phantom Thieves, which is 
the main thing of the game, I guess. It has that like thievery mm. vibe to it, like you're you're going in for a heist. And that's yeah. like a big focus of the game, like a theme of the game, stealing. Yeah. I mean like my character design test is like I could see myself buying figures of these characters. Like I, I wanna own toys of these characters and things like that. Yeah. So like that's basically my character design test. It's like I I own one figure of Mume from Caminarity Iron Fortress and I have another one on pre order and she's like one of my favourite designs ever. I didn't like I liked Caminary, but like Mume is just like a fucking perfect design and yeah, that's like my test for character designs. And I, I would easily buy like a figure of the protagonist of P five and like the side characters, so Yeah, I, I love the uh I love the character designs in, in this game, like all the uh playable characters. Uh, oh, have really great that. designs. Like, all have of them you, are solid. Have you, like, run into, like, the really ugly cutscenes yet? Um... I don't know. I haven't, like, found anything, like, too ugly, I guess, so far. It, they're, not, they're not, like, horrendous, but they're not good-looking. Like, the... It, it's, like... I, I get what people say, where it's just, like, animation doesn't need to be on model when it comes to shows like Konosuba. But, like... It doesn't look good. So, are you talking about like, uh, like the animated, like the anime cutscenes? Oh, the ones okay, done by, yeah, yeah. I believe, A- I believe, A1 Pictures. Yeah, most likely. Has it been confirmed that A One Pictures well, did them, or is it? They did the, uh, the yeah, the the OVA, the, like, yeah, Persona Five OVA, so, mm, and I'm, that was ugly looks, as well. It looks exactly the, like it. Yeah, the Persona Five OVA was horrific and ugly as well. Well, the Persona 4 Golden anime was also by A1 Pictures, and it wasn't that good either. I did watch the OVA. I think someone's coming to my room. Are they? They're very loud food. No, okay, I'll cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you did watch the OVA, or you didn't? I did watch the Persona 5 OVA. Months ago, like right when it came out in Japan, I watched it. When the game yeah. came out. Oh, so did that, did that, like, line up with the release in Japan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's, like, two different Persona 4 animes. That is the... There's the animation, which is not done by A1 Pictures, and then there's Persona 4 Gold in the animation, and it was done by A1. I think, so the, uh, like... I think the original was done by TMS Entertainment, I believe. Are they, like, drastically different, or...? Uh, well, the Persona 4 Golden anime, uh doesn't really like keep things in order uh, as the plot goes it kind of skips around i guess but the original persona 4 the animation was like the basically the story of the game as an anime instead of a game okay and the persona 4 the animation also had 24 episodes where the golden animation only had 12 so oh okay yeah so like um so yeah, I mean, I'm I like Persona. I know a lot of people like I I believe Persona is like highly overrated. Like I think everyone bigs up the franchise, but it doesn't really need to be bigged up. Um, but it's still a decently enjoyable game series. They always have great designs. They're always just amazing just to not not really to look at since a lot of the games are like quite ugly. But it's more just the entire aesthetic that the game builds is really interesting. And that's main. That's the main appeal for Persona for me. That can carry me through like the entire game. It's just to see the interesting designs. Yeah. Um. Another thing is, I think Persona 
the Persona series as is as AAA as JRPGs can get, besides Square Enix stuff. So, yeah, yeah, or like <laughs> Pokemon stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean in that sense. But like, yeah, Persona is Persona is great. If you have a PS4 or a PS3, go out and get it. Or yeah, probably won't won't go on sale because what Persona. Four on PS2 is quite rare to buy now, isn't it? Well, it's still like quite Persona. No, no, no. Persona Four on PS2 is pretty easy to get. There, it's is about it? twenty bucks. Yeah, US yeah, dollars like for, for for a PS2 game. That's still quite a bit. Like I can find like Final Fantasy X for like. Yeah, but you can still find pound. Persona Four sealed because this is how I got my PS2 copy. I got it sealed for twenty bucks on Amazon. So. Oh okay, but didn't it come out in like two thousand eight? Two thousand nine. Like when the I believe did it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when like. Yeah, people had tons of people had like three sixties then on P three sixties and PS threes. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an odd choice. Did it release on PS um, two due to like delays, or did it just choose to be on PS two? I think it was just chosen to be on PS two because when the PS three first came out, it lacked JRPGs. The PS two was still like chucking out RPGs like crazy. I don't know if yeah. it was because the lack of PS3 sales in Japan and they just wanted to put them out on PS2 to get more sales or mm. I don't know really what the deal is. It's just like the PS2 just kept on going until maybe Persona 4 is probably the last uh, PS2 game that was like notable. I, yeah, it was like didn't the they carry on releasing like FIFA? Yeah, and they came out recently like FIFA, FIFA until like 13. Yeah, FIFA 14 came out on PS2, PS3, and PS4. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah there's you can you can go ahead and watch the graphics comparison on youtube it it exists it does do you think many people bought it i, I mean there must probably. be market like like it must have sold enough units for that to be like actually viable I for them the, to make it i think the reason why is because uh fifa is very popular in south america and um they still use PS2s frequently, maybe in South America, and that's why they decided to re- release it on that. I mean, I, I still have a PS2 as a DVD player downstairs. Well, there you go. I mean, th- they're decent DVD players. If you don't want to spend, like, 20 bucks on a DVD player, you can find, like, PS2s on eBay for, like, dirt cheap now. Yeah. Like, less than, like, 15 bucks. PS1s are even, like, maybe, like, even cheaper than that. PS1s are a bit more expensive here, but then I think the PlayStation 2 really, like, dominated its market in Europe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, let, let's get back to um, Persona and Persona 5. So, yeah, it, it's it's not, like, your favorite game in a series, but do you think it, like, has the potential? Like, what do you think is, like, dragging it back? I don't know, it just... There's just something about it. It just doesn't feel right. Like, maybe it's the fact that the dungeons are so, like, easy to navigate through. And, like, I don't know. It's just, do like, that's... Do like, you prefer, The thing like I the... liked about Persona, like, 2 and 3 and 4 is, like, how challenging the dungeons were. And so far, like, it seemed... Hmm. It was pretty easy. I hear it gets harder as the game goes on, on. Like, Are you on the hardest but... difficulty or are you already on... No, the... no, no. I'm, I'm, I play on... Nor- I'm on normal right now. Yeah, because I tried it on hard, and, like, it was pretty damn challenging, where I just, I just wasn't in the mood for a challenge, so I just put it on normal, and it was, like, 20 times easier. So maybe you want to switch to hard. Alright, I'll give it a Because the, the, jump, the jump is quite big. The one thing I wanted to say, though, if you're, if you never played SMT or Persona, 
five is a good entry point because it it like granted like i didn't like enjoying sitting through all this tutorial stuff again but it does teach you how everything about persona in this game it doesn't just throw you in like persona 2 kind of does and yeah. uh <laughs> you'll you'll learn everything about persona in this game like the mechanics of the series pretty easily it's a very it's a pretty easy game so far entry level series for uh shimigami tensei definitely this game also got some um cutie waifus you got Anne. well a lot of people seem to be shitting on Anne. Yeah. i don't know why she's like she's I, top tier yeah, she's pretty top tier but the, the, the back alley doctor and futaba are best girls like back alley doctor like um come mine, on man mine has got to be uh kawakami the uh the fucking teacher or whatever she's nah she, she she's like she's like c tier she's not that good I disagree, but... She's sort of annoying. Like, I- I'm all for bitch characters, like fucking Akane-sensei from... Akane-sensei from Kuzino Honkai. Like, yeah, all of that, please. But, like, she she's not, like, an interesting bitch. She's just sort of, like, an arsehole. I don't know, dude. I just I just like her. I, maybe it's because I like her in- English voice actor a lot. I don't know who she is, but she does a really good job. Oh yeah, I've been playing on the Japanese voices. I I don't really like the English voices. They sound very um yeah stereotypical English dub. I fucking hate the voice change they had for uh, Igor. Oh my god! See, they changed it. Igor's voice actor from four because mm. the voice actor from Japan passed away. But they they found someone that just was so unfitting. So what? They changes Japanese voice or the English voice? They changed both of them. For that Why reason, they change the I, I don't know. Voice. I have no idea, but they did. And Igor's voice sounds terrible. Oh my so god! So it sounds it sounds terrible in the English version, or just in in the English version? I haven't heard in the Japanese version, but oh okay, he he doesn't sound bad in the Japanese version. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So. So do you have like a thing for teachers? Like, how far are you into Kuzino? No, no, no. It's not the just have a. It's not the thing. It's just like she's yeah. just like I don't know. Like she, she looks nice. <laughs> Dude, come on. Uh, how, so, how far are you to Kuzino Honkai? Um, I don't know. I finished that shit, man. It's good. You got to see the top tier girl, Akane Sensei, and how much of a complete asshole she is, and how I want her to like destroy me. <laughs> not gonna happen but yeah because she's not real but no not in ga- not in game either not in game either <laughs> it'll tease yeah. at it but it probably won't happen okay so i think we're done with the persona 5 topic now let's move on to another anime connected by a1 pictures because a1 pictures connects every single anime in the world yes that well, we're talking anime. about the a1 <laughs> pictures cinematic nice. universe trademark <laughs> so so all have you noticed many of these like things where like a shit ton of a1 pictures anime connected um in a Remo, i remember season two they had the sao figures in that glass case when they went to akihabara akihabara yeah. and uh that's one thing i remember distinctly and well, in the in the sao movie they're like sitting in the wagnaria cafe well i find mm-hmm amazingly like it, it just 
it's so deep and personal to me because I hate SAO and I hate Wagnaria. So both of those just like combining together makes me happy. <laughs> um, yeah, in the recent episode of Eromanga Sensei, there was just a sort of online light novel in like, whilst they're talking about trashy light novels, what I found brilliant. So Eromanga Sensei, we watched two episodes together. Well, what do you think? Um, it's pretty uh, average comedy anime that you'll find every season, I guess. But this time it's with a Claris opening and a uh, A1 picture slapped on it. So, But my dude, it's about the quintessential lifestyle choice of the Japanese high school light novel protagonist yeah, student. Very meta. Fucking your little sister. Very meta. Very meta. Fucking light novel anime. So, see, but like these, um, these like light novels that are appealing to like fucking your little sister. There's a lot of them since Oriemo, and and this is getting traction because it's by the writer of Oriemo. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it gathers like what fans of the wanting to diddle your little sister genre really enjoy because it's like strangely it... enough they exist. That fan base does exist yeah. in Japan. Strangely yeah, sure, enough. but like. I, I don't see how this, like, this anime would really cater to that fetish, because the little sister basically is not his little sister. He knew her for a day. It's not like the entire yeah, I fetish is, based around, like, The thing is, they're trying to make like, it, they're trying to make it as close as possible without it actually happening, is what it is. Sure, but they had Oriemo, what was wildly popular, sold millions of units, and it had a blood-related couple hooking up at the end. Well, that never happened in the TV anime. That happened in OVA, so... Sure, but it still sold on the Blu-ray. It still sold Blu-rays. It still made a crap ton of money. I guess, but, like, they still didn't get away with it on TV, so that's the point. Yeah, but, like, why are they trying to get away with it on TV when they were super successful getting away with it with Blu-rays and making a crap ton of money? Maybe we'll just still get a Blu-ray and do the same thing. Who knows? Sure, but they're not going to change characters. They never really do yeah, that. Yeah, but really. it seems like the guy likes her, though. It seems like it. Yeah, but, like, I, I just don't see how that... I just don't see how that's really, like, fitting into this weird fetish that, like, people who are fans of this, like, genre like. Because she's not his actual sister. He barely knows her. Like, I, the whole, like, the whole thing that, like made Oriyama weirdly fetishy near the end is that it showed like three episodes of like backstory between Kirino and Light Novel Guy and then they hooked up in the end. That that's that's what's like so taboo about it, but it's just like, oh, they're a stepbrother and sister who've talked to each other once. Like the whole fetish doesn't really exist yeah, in but this narrative. That's a good that's a good thing though, because I think I wouldn't is enjoy it? yeah, for for a viewer that think that's kinda weird Sure, I think sure, that it's like, a good thing that he's straying away from that. Sure, but then who who the hell is this show appealing to? I because guess it's a- appealing. Everyone knows everyone knows that it's gonna have an incestuous relationship in it. Everyone knows that this brother and sister are gonna hook up. But like, if it's not appealing, to, if it's trying to appeal to normies, why are they even hinting at that? Well, when, the same thing appeal, happened in Scumwish, where did it? Yeah, because she, they weren't actually brother and sister, but they just called themselves that. Sure, sure, but it it, it still fits into, like, the, the narrative of the fetish, because she's known him, like, her entire life. That's, like, the whole thing, but, like, I guess. these people barely know each other. It, it rarely, 
well, it really it doesn't fit into like the whole thing why people are appealed to this genre. But what if this is starting a new genre where, uh, like, <laughs> what? like <laughs> fucking your sister that you barely even know? Exactly. What if that's the genre? <laughs> the deconstruction of fucking your little sister anime. There's not really many of these, anyways. Like there, there's like maybe there, there, there's not many of these. There's, these are very there, rare occasions. There's a lot. Of these. There are a lot more like light novels that basically rip off Oriemo that never got anime adaptations than like actual like ones that have anime adaptations. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe there was like a big controversy with Oriemo or something. And maybe this is like, but a big, but like a big controversy. It's still sold. I'm gonna find the numbers. It's still sold like hot shit. I'm and sure this this light novel has to be selling pretty well right now, though, in order for it to have an A1 Pictures anime and a Claire's opening and pretty animation, despite the so fact yeah, that they stand um, around 95 percent of the time. The first season of Oriemo sold an average of 23,000 units on its first run, and then 6,500 units on its republish, and then the second season of Oriemo sold a total of, well, an average of 16,000 units. So that shit made bank. That made a lot of money. So I don't think they'd really care about what they, like, controversy if they sold that many units. I don't know. Maybe you just didn't want to copy the same idea. But then he's, but then they're copying half the ideas. <laughs> it I'm just not... doesn't make much sense to me, because it's like... They're trying to do something, and then they're just not... They should just go all the way with it, instead of just going, like, halfway. I guess. But I don't know. I, I find it more appealing that they're actually not brother and sister. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, as a person, sh- I think that's weird. Sure, but it's still weird when they hook up. It's still a weird thing. It is we- Yeah, it still will be weird, but it's still it won't be as weird, I guess. Because they're not Sure, blood. but like... Yeah, but... It, I don't know. It, I, I just find it odd that, like, they're trying to cater to this very specific thing, yet they're not really catering to it. Yet they're trying to cater to normies who probably won't watch this show anyway, or won't take it seriously anyway. So I just don't, I don't know who this show is for, because normies are going to be freaked out by the incest, but then incest fans are going to be bored because it's not actual incest. <laughs> I don't know. All I gotta I say that... is, it's a pretty mediocre romantic comedy anime so far, but the OP and ED are catchy songs and that's it. I mean, so, so what, what do you think about Dick Girl? The girl who likes dicks. That was funny for the first two minutes, and then it's going to get overused, and it won't be funny anymore. The anime is surprisingly, like, self-referential in the fact that it's basically just telling you that any any fucking Joe Schmo can get a light novel published. Yeah. And that's fucking stupid. Because obviously <laughs> no, that's it's, not true. It's, it's, I think it's true. If, well, Reki de- Kawahara, if Reki Kawahara can be a fucking millionaire from Sword Art Online, I think that's true. I guess. But, like, I don't think I... Like, this... I mean... Like, this Two guy's in, this guy's in high school, though. This made a glopping I mean. noise as I flowed endlessly into Asuna. Come on, man. 
he wrote that line. This Two years worth of semen made a glopping noise and it flowed endlessly into Asuna. This guy is a millionaire from writing novels. <laughs> Shall I repeat the line? Two uh, years worth of semen made a glopping noise as it flowed endlessly into Asuna. I, I think I added the endlessly line, but just the fact that that, well, I don't think that got published. I believe that was part of the web novel. But the fact that someone read that and was just like, we need to publish this guy's work. It just shows that, like, pretty much anyone can get, like, yeah, but a this, light novel but deal. The thing about this anime, though, it's this high school kid, like, and he has written them since he was, like, five from the flashback, so clearly no, no, no. that's he, not he, the practice. He, he, he posted his stories on the internet when he was, like, five. He, he, he probably wrote, like, his first light novel when he was, like, 15. Still, that's, like, impractical, because when you're a high school student, especially in Japan, you should be overworked to death. Dude, Cloris wrote, I swear, like, Cloris, the writers for the Oriyama OP, wrote their first, like, wrote the OP for Oriyama when they were in, like, middle school. I guess, but, like, I don't know, I just still, I feel like it's impractical that a high school student in Japan would be a light novel, or a light novel author. Sure, sure, but they're probably trying to cater to, like, the 11-year-old fuck, the, like, 17-year-old author that's happened in like western countries before like what a 15 year old or like a 17 year old author that's doable i guess i just felt like it was impractical that he was why is he still in high school though if he's so successful then why does he have to still be in high school is it a legal requirement in japan i i don't know it might be a legal requirement. Actually, no, because the guy from Free Guts in a Lion dropped out of high school to play Shogi. And probably just because he wants a high school degree. It just suck if, like, you never had high school. Like, if, like, novel writing doesn't work out. I don't think he's that successful. Like, his, he Well, his himself, first series was successful, and then everything sure, he made after that was shit. You can't live off the royalties of one successful series. I guess. Like, it, it could be successful. That doesn't mean it's, like, sort of on my successful. It was probably just people liked it. Okay, what's your thoughts on like the show so far? Other than it's, this whole thing, like, it's a ten out of ten. It's the greatest piece of media, audio, audio visual media ever made. And yeah. um, anyone who dislikes it is a pleb who doesn't have taste. <laughs> you're, you're. Those a... are my true opinions. All right, there you go. The only thing that the only thing that may rival it is the masterpiece that is Oriyama, what I genuinely and unironically sort of love. What do you like about Oriyama that's missing in this anime? Bruno is actually an interesting character. Like I actually give a fuck about her. Oriyama seems like at the start it tried to say something and then it it lost what it was trying to say, but like. At the start of Oriyama, it was trying to say something about how Otaku's sting, like, the stigmas around Otaku, and how Otaku were viewed in society, and how that makes Kirino feel, and that was, it was something that I could sort of relate to, so that was good, but, like, past, past, like, me being able to relate to it, Kirino was an interesting character, I cared about how she felt, even though I've, even though, like, I I watched Oriyama, like, a few, few months ago, so this is still like fresh in my mind, even though like I sort of thought Kirino was a bit of a stupid bitch. Just like yeah, just no one gives a fuck what like in the real world, no one really gives a shit what like you do. And if people do, there's no point in being friends with them. But like even though I thought oh 
just not give a fuck. She's in middle school, so it sort of makes sense that she's overly self-conscious. And yeah, the, the first, like, half of Oriemo, before Kirino gets, like, the light novel publishing deal, is great in my eyes. I actually really love that part of the show. Once Kirino gets the light novel deal, it goes to complete trash. And then season I thought two, it was an anime deal, not a light novel deal. No, she writes a light novel, and then her light novel's getting published as an anime. It's been years since I watched her, Raymo, yeah, so, like... Yeah. So, I watched it when then, it was, like, first airing. Well, the season after it was first, first aired. And then season two comes along, and you didn't like season two, did you? No. I like season two. Season two is just as good as the first season for me, if, even if somewhat better. It it loses what season one had with its, like, actually exploring themes, but it's more just characters that I liked from when it was exploring its themes, sort of having their own, like, narratives. And at the end, a lot of people give the ending shit. I am still very confused about the ending. I've spent months thinking about if the ending is trying to, like, be a satire of harem anime, or it's straight up just being a harem anime. Because it can't, it, like, it has some, like, self-referential shit, when it's just, like, what's the main character's name? It's, like, Kyosuke? He gets with, like, every fucking girl yeah, yeah. at the scene. That's yeah. a part of that I didn't like about season two. He no, gets with every fucking no, girl. But, but, but I like that. I found that funny. I don't think that that was being all serious about it. I thought that they were taking the piss, but then sometimes, just like, were they? Were they taking the piss in this? Because I, I've always thought that the joke was that he he gets the chance to fuck all these hot girls, yet he ends up with his little sister. I thought that was the joke, but then, like, it never really... I'm not sure if it was playing it off as a joke. I'm not sure if Oriemo is just, like, smarter than all of us. And everyone who, like, open quote dislikes, close quote the ending, is just, like, not getting it. But then, that's sort of the show's fault for not really making it clear if it was a joke or not. True, true. At the, end, he, at the end, he almost got with Ayese, and, like, that's the girl... That I wanted him to get with, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is he's gonna get with her," and then it never happened, and I was emotionally deprived. Oh, I thought you was in the Kuro Echo camp. No, <laughs> no. Why not? I I, it wasn't Kuro Echo on like your favorite characters. On she, Marvel, she, like, I liked pages. her characters, but I didn't think she would be a good fit for uh, whatever his fucking face was, because I knew that was gonna end up. <laughs> regardless, she was. She is my favorite character for Moremo, but okay. The lolly goth. Kirino is like straight up like one of my favorite characters of all time. I just I just found her a bitch. That's the whole show. True, she 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 is a bit of a bitch, but like I love bitches, man. She's a stuck up <laughs> bitch, straight up. That's perfect, perfect. She has her nose up in the fucking clouds like twenty four seven, like thinking she's does all she... high and mighty. Okay, okay, does she? She, 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 I don't think she necessarily thinks she's over his, like, she, she's over Even, her brother as a person. Also, but. another thing, like, when you think she's finally back to normal, like, she's finally nice, and she's not a stuck-up bitch anymore, she, she becomes a stuck-up bitch again, like, no matter what. Like, the end of an dude, arc. Dude, come on, she's good <laughs> there, what do you expect? <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean... Oriemo, I I genuinely have like a love for that series. It for sure on many aspects, but I think there was something there, and just Eromanga Sensei has none of that. It just has none of that like 
I wouldn't say passion that Oriyama had, but it just has a lot of that, like, it doesn't feel personal, it just feels like it's trying to do what Oriyama did, because Oriyama could appeal to loads of different people. It could appeal to the weird, creepy incest guy. It could appeal to people who like dumb romantic comedies. It could appeal to anyone, but I don't think Erumanga Sensei appeals to anyone. I, I, I guess, like, it's just a mediocre anime, so <laughs> there you go. It is sure, a mediocre sure, but like, anime. But, like, e- even mediocre anime, like, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon and made for someone? I just don't see who this anime is necessarily made for. I don't know. Like, I think who, I think it, maybe it was just a cluster. It was probably just a clusterfuck of ideas. That this light novel. I don't think it's A One Pictures' fault. The reason why it's anime is just. I mean, it's I mean, fucking the pictures, source material. It, no, nothing is ever A One Pictures' fault. A One yeah. Pictures aren't. Really they're like actually doing. They're trying people. hard to make this anime. You could tell, like that. It its opening is creative. Its ending. A One is... Pictures try hard with every anime. Yeah. Like. A A One Pictures aren't like a set of people. They're just like A One Pictures creatively don't really exist. It's just a set of like freelance workers, mm-hmm. and what they want to do is down to them. It's like um, my favorite A One Pictures anime since like Idol Master is Occultic Nine came out last year. One of my favorite anime from last year, but I I'm not gonna say that A One Pictures did a good job on that because I don't know what A One Pictures did. But I know that the individual directors who, well, I think the director of Akatsuki Nine is the director of Your Lie in April, who's worked with A One Pictures before. I'm not sure is if he's with A One Pictures just because he likes the freedom of basically working with whatever staff he wants to work with, or that he just genuinely likes working at A One Pictures. But like, it was just, I I wouldn't say any of the merits of that show are down to A One Pictures himself. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's the director's fault either. You could say either because like, it it's probably just the source material that's boring. That because this the because it's presented well for what it is. You can't argue that. It's Who's just, the director of Among Us? I, I don't know, but it's presented fine. Like it's not like it has, uh, issues. I guess the main mm. issue is just like characters just fucking s- standing around. <laughs> constantly with barely any movement but it's sure but that's just like every anime ever though yeah yeah but like even like like in the even in the comedy scenes though like it just didn't seem like i don't know yeah but the faces didn't blow up or you didn't see any like cute faces or anything it was just like static i guess but then that's that's like straight up most anime i've seen (laughs) i don't know I like it, this this romantic this romantic comedy so far doesn't have any personality as like a I don't know like Toradora has way more personality than this show does. Well, I mean, I dropped Toradora. I don't really know, but like, <sighs> okay. So this is the person who did the director is the chief director of Nozaki Kun. What is Nozaki Kun again? You ever seen Nozaki Kun? It's like the um, the one about. The guy who writes Shoujo manga. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. So um, isn't that uh monthly girls something like that? Yeah, monthly girls is Akikun. Yeah. Yeah. So the director is com- competent, I guess. But then the direction in a series isn't something that I look at. And I'm just like, oh, it's horrible. It's weird. Like there was a weird shot in like the f- the start of the episode where like the brother just met the sister and. 
they're just like in the middle of these like random houses and then that nothing like that is ever seen again it's really odd it's just like it just feels so out of place it feels like some random some random person who wants to like make a open quote interesting close quote scene it just came in and then left <laughs> it does seem like a bit of a clusterfuck of ideas and it's just getting like all the wrong ideas each time Yeah, I guess. It just doesn't hit an audience. That's its main issue. It's just a mediocre romantic comedy show that you should probably avoid and watch a better romantic comedy. No, like, no, no. no you, you should probably watch every single episode of this. Well, if you I'm going to watch you're every a scrub. single episode of it. If you don't watch every single episode of this, you're a complete scrub. I don't know. isn't allowed an opinion. I think you'd find a better romantic comedy out of something else like uh, even a Remo. I think you'll find a better romantic comedy out of Erased. Oh, yeah. Or Evangelion, honestly. I, I mean, Evangelion is actually... Eh, you could say it's a romantic comedy with <laughs> Shinji wanting to bang Oscar and it being creepy as fuck and then him coming on her um, unconscious body. And you haven't seen End of Evangelion. Watch End of Evangelion, man. I'll watch it. Whenever the time comes to watch it. The time will come to watch it now. Watch it now. It's great. It's not as good as NGE. But it's... It's interesting. It's more Evangelion. How have you not jumped on, like, the chance to watch more Ava? I don't know. I just kind of wanted to rewatch this first series before I watched it. Just to get a good understanding of the themes and everything. Before like, I I guess, but then... I'll get around to it. There's a lot of movies I have to watch for anime right now. I have to watch the Madoka Magica movie that takes place after the series. I have to watch this movie that takes place after the series. There's another one I have to watch, too. Yeah. Um, what is the... What's the third one? What is the third one? It's not... It's not Psycho Pass, because I'm not, I'm not even going to touch Psycho Pass, too. Um, just watch... Just watch, um... Just watch the Psycho Pass movie. Just don't watch two. But doesn't it take place directly after the? Yeah, series? sure. But you don't need to. You don't. It's it's still a decent movie without seeing two. Uh, what else? I have a lot of stuff to watch, dude. Fucking. Just don't watch any of it. Just watch. Just what you should do. Just always watch Aramanga Sensei. Just watch it on repeat forever. Yep. I'll have like a million hours of anime, but it's only Aramanga Sensei with a thousand rewatches. Do it, my boy. That's that's what true intellectuals do with their my anime list. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> what what what's the next topic? We're how you should how you need to watch Kaon. Uh, you lectured me this like every Skype call, so like. Yeah, but we should make it a topic, so. It's 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 put on the internet, and everyone knows that well, you haven't whoa, seen whoa, the greatest whoa, anime of all time. Well, now they already know. So wh why don't we just wait till I watch the show, and then we do a topic called "Why You Should Watch Kaon," where the both of us talk about it. Well, that's too much of like a cuck title. It should just straight up be "Why Kaon Is the Best Anime of All Time." Then, and if you disagree, you're a complete pleb. I guess that'll be the title once that that's, once that day happens. But that's if that day happens. In twenty-seven years, you'll finally finish Kaon. K 
Kaon, Shurabako, Gurren Lagann, Cowboy Bebop, all those staple anime that I still haven't finished because I'm a, I'm a pleb and a cuck. Yet you have Code Geass on your favorite list. Uh, how, man? Why do you do this to me? Because it's Go good. Co Code Geass is not good. A lot of people think it's good. A lot of people are wrong. <laughs> well then, it's just our opinion, bro. No, I, my opinion is not opinion. It's no objective fact. Objective fact, dude. Then you, you yeah. the only person who has objective fact is my boy, my boy Cage. He has objective facts. Dude, he has alternate facts. I have objective facts. Cage actually hates Kokios, though, so there you go. Yeah, but is, hasn't Cage only seen, like, Shonen stuff? Um, not necessarily. You've seen Oremo. Hey, you've seen some god-tier anime. You've seen, uh, Kill a Kill, Gurren Lagann. You've seen Cowboy Bebop. So. You should watch those shows. I should, but, uh, I have a lot of anime to watch, but. Because I'm a noob. Not really a noob, it's just. When I, when I was an anime fan originally, I watched Shonen, and I didn't touch anything else until, like, two years ago. <laughs> so, there you go. But there's some history for you. Some, uh, your boy Rob history with anime. Just, just drop every single show you're watching right now. We'll watch Kaon, and then you have taste. If 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 Kaon is below a seven out of ten, okay, you know, okay, okay, okay. You don't have taste. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm doing my Madhouse marathon. I'm doing Why my Madhouse. I'm go Why I'm doing Madhouse every way? studio. I'm gonna do Madhouse. I'm gonna do Kyoto. I'm gonna do Bones, and I'm gonna put it in a random. And I'm gonna plus random every single one until I fucking get a new one, and then I'll watch all the shows I want from each studio. That's how I'm gonna catch up, dude, on all the anime I want. It's gonna happen that way. Why are you starting with Madhouse Day? Because I figured, you know, I like Madhouse, so they're cool. And then there's a lot of shows I want to watch from there still, like Kashur and Sins, Tatami Galaxy, some good shit. Um, so I still haven't seen Tatami Galaxy. Need to watch that. Need to get on that. I own the Blu-rays. Need to pop that in my PS4 and watch that shit. Because the Blu-rays are expensive. Yeah, they are. But uh, I'm just going to watch it on Crunchyroll or Funimation, whichever one it's on. I think it's just on is Funimation. It, is it on Eva? Yeah, it's on. I know it's definitely on Funimation. I don't know about Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. I'm not sure about that. Might be. Yeah, Gotta so, watch that ping pong the animation as well. Uh, that's something Dude. you'll look forward to is my uh, Madhouse Marathon. Uh, I'll update you guys on that. Either, you know, a Monkey Cast 4 or... If I just do that as a separate series at some point, which I don't know if I'm gonna do, but so don't take my word for it. <laughs> so like, Masaki Yuasa has like two two films coming out this season, and they both look fucking weird, and I'm hyped for them, but we're probably never gonna get them. Here. Like, all the anime are releasing a bunch of anime films and fears, but they don't have any word on um these two films. What? sucks since i'm really hyped for them because there's one that's like by the is is the Tommy galaxy based off a novel i think it's based off the same 
a novel by the same author. It looks like Tatami Galaxy, basically. Yeah, but it looks not, a lot like Tatami Galaxy. But it isn't, I don't think it is, at least any way related no, to it. No, no, it doesn't, it's not related to it. And the other one is, what's it called? Like, fucking... Uh... Where is it? I don't know what it's called. I can't find it. I'm Something to do with the it. sea. It looks like Ponyo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look like Ponyo. But yeah, I'm hyped for that as well. I'm hyped for all of his films because Masaki Yus is a great director. His episode of Space Dandy is great. His um, shit in Samurai Champloo. He did some really trippy animation in there. He did. He's a cool guy. He's a cool, cool guy. What have you seen from yeah. Masaki Yusa? Or is it is uh, it Yuasa or Yuasa? Wait, is Tekon Kingcrete is he involved with that? What? Tekon Kingcrete, the movie. I I have no idea. Well, I don't know then. Nothing. <laughs> wait, sir. Wait, he did. He did shit in um Sai Yamoto's Lupin. He did some. Oh key yeah, animation yeah, 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 yeah. Then that then. He did some key animation. I've seen episode. things he I've seen things he's done key animation work. I haven't seen any directorial works if there's like ping pong, Tatami Galaxy, I haven't seen it. He's doing a Devil Man uh T V series soon. Yeah, he's series. doing the ne- the Netflix one. Yeah. That was is it ne- Netflix funded? Yeah, it's a Netflix original anime. Oh jeez. Yeah. Well, the Seven Deadly Sins is a Netflix original anime, but I don't think it's funded by Netflix. Oh, dude, this is straight up made by Netflix. Uh, uh, like, Netflix is in the, like, poster. I believe Aniplex are, like, actually own it, though. Hmm. But, yeah, it's it's under an ONA, because it's being released exclusively on Netflix. Interesting. When is it supposed to come out? 2018. Probably because he's overworked right now from watching, doing, directing two movies simultaneously for the same season. I mean, they were probably made at different times. Possibly. Oh, well, it's been a good almost 50 minutes. What do you think, Zach? I think it's time to wrap it up. I think Kaon is the greatest anime of all time. Other than Aramonga Sensei. Aramonga Sensei beats it out just by a little tiny bit. That's what I think. There you go. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, follow me and Zach on Twitter in the links in the description, and uh, be sure to share this with your friends if you want them to hear us two guys talk about random anime. Buy our merch, buy Rob's t-shirts. He sells um, t-shirts that says his classic catchphrase, I'm Gaming Rob. They're $27.99, free shipping. Go to redbubble.com slash gamingmob to buy yep not, not really but, <laughs> but maybe someday maybe someday who knows maybe someday the catchphrase I'm hey I'm gaming rob please kill me we'll catch on and everyone will be wearing on t-shirts that'll be a very <laughs> glorious day what would your t-shirt be then I wouldn't have one I'm too cool for t-shirts oh well I just have I just have a T-shirt that says Kaon is the greatest anime of all time," hmm. but then T- TMS Entertainment will sue me because anything that says Kaon, they'll take down. Yeah, even this video. <laughs> yeah, we won't even use any footage from Kaon. We just said it, and then it's gonna get taken down. Hmm. We'll 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 find out, I guess. Then 
Okay, hope you guys have a nice day, afternoon, whatever it is when you're watching this. Yeah, it was Easter when we recorded this, so maybe it'll be up for Easter for you, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's not It's not Easter for me right now. It's now um, Monday. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, well, it's still Tuesday, Tuesday or uh, Sunday for me. I don't know why I said okay. Tuesday. I'm stupid. Okay, we're going off topic. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. Okay.